You're listening to Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast, an extension of SincerelyMrsMommy.com, a mom lifestyle blog and platform dedicated to sharing real life tips, advice, and inspirational stories sprinkled with a little grace and faith. With me, Desiree Ofori, as your host, plus the occasional special guest, we'll have authentic conversations on mom life, marriage, and womanhood. My mission this year is to help inspire moms to become whole, sane, happy, and fly. So keep listening to see which of these topics we tackle this week. I hope you enjoy and remember to share this with your mom tribe or a mom you love. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. So my name is Desiree Ofori, your host for today. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, welcome, welcome back. So I've had uh, quite a few guests on here the past few weeks, but with everything going on with the pandemic, with the racial injustice, I, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't really spoken up about, um, especially on the blog and on the podcast. I have a little bit here and there on social media, but I just feel like there is something that God has been speaking to me and putting on my heart that I need to speak up about that I haven't been because I've been afraid, not shoring, not shoring, <laughs> not sure of what people would say or think, but um at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anybody says or thinks. It matters what God is wanting me to share. And I just don't know whose life and whose mind is dependent on what he wants me to share with you. Um, To remind you, those of you who may know this stuff and may have forgotten because you've just been so afraid or just so, um, you know, shocked and struck by what's going on. I have had my share of all of those experiences the past few weeks but um I've been able to hold on to some things that God has showed me and I feel like I definitely need to speak up about it that it's selfish of me to keep it to myself and you know I've also you may say how do you know that it's God I've been seeing the same things popping up all over um in my feeds it's not necessarily popular opinions and thoughts of you know what's going out there um but it is what I feel God is speaking. I would hear something from God. And when I say hear, I would like feel like very strong, like in my mind, and my heart, like very strongly certain things. And um, I would shy away from saying it. And then when I don't do it, whether it's that day or a couple of days later, I will see somebody post it or share it. Or, you know, have a video about it. And when I look at the post date, it's the same day that God told me. And I feel like it's like, like God being like, okay, you don't want to say it. I got somebody else who would say it. (laughs) And maybe you need to hear it again. (laughs) And um, my word for, one of my words, my main words for 2020 is obedience. And I want to be obedient to what God wants me to do and say. And for me to be shy is not an option especially right now it's not an option anymore and so I have come to the realization and I'm fully accepting um that again like I said it's not about what anybody thinks or says it's what God wants to say I'm not here to be popular I'm not here um to make you feel comfortable I'm here to speak what God says and I will always say it in a from a heart in a place of love 
never in a demeaning way to put you down or f- make you feel less than or to make you feel stupid or like oh geez like I really got to get my life together she really made me feel so bad about myself because I have experienced that myself with other people in the delivery but I know God has given me a certain way to deliver things to people who are listening um, who are willing to listen and willing to hear me in a way that um, you would hear his heart and in a way that would cause you to look within yourself to make change so um, I'm gonna speak up (laughs) I'm gonna say what thus saith the Lord um, to me and what I believe is for you as well so I'm going to start with prayer, what prayer, what I feel about prayer. I feel like prayer is very important right now in this time. Um, people may say and are saying that prayer is weak and that people are just waiting around for a kumbaya moment. But I feel like they are saying that because they have no clue the true power behind prayer. Um, they really don't. You would not say that prayer is weak and prayer is nothing. Um, prayer is not enough. Um, if you didn't really understand the true power of prayer, um, I believe people say that because like I said, they don't have any clue of what prayer really can do. Um, instead people will believe in the power of crystals. They'll believe in burning and smudging sage around their home. They'll call on dead ancestors and spirits of the past to show them the way and protect them. But I have a quick question for you. Especially if you are, you calling yourself a child of God and you believe in, you know, Jesus. How can you believe in that stuff? How can you believe in the power of the law of attraction and manifesting? (laughs) How can you believe in all that stuff and not in the power of prayer to God? You're not just praying to the universe. You're praying to God who created the universe. You're praying. Praying to the God who created everything, the heavens and the earth who created you. Why is it so easy to believe in those things and not believe in the power of prayer? The Bible says that, you know, in Proverbs 18, 21 through 22, that from the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled with the harvest of their lips. They are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue, your words, they have power. (laughs) Life can come from what you say. Death can come from what you say. What are you saying? What are you believing? What are you speaking? Are you praying to God just for revenge, or are you praying to God for his spirit to be revealed, for change to happen in the hearts of those who don't understand, those who may understand are refusing, those who are driven by evil, those who are driven by um, the plans of Satan and demonic forces. Racism, that's not of God. Disease and illness, that's not of God. Um, We have to think and remember, what is of God? What does God say about me? Um, Prayer is powerful. It really is powerful. Let's think of it like the wind. You don't see the wind, but you can feel it. You know when it's not there. (laughs) You don't feel, there's like nothing. 
you would be outside and it's hot. You're like, oh, I just need a breeze. <laughs> so, you know, when it's not there, it don't feel good. You don't see the wind, but you can see it moving in objects and in trees, in the grass, in the waves. You don't see the wind, but you can see the damage it can cause when it's blown strong enough. That's like prayer. It can be sweet and gentle and give you peace and comfort when you're afraid, when you're in pain, when you're hurting. But it can also be powerful. That's why they call, I I call myself a prayer warrior. We're warring. We are warriors. We're in battle. Prayer can be so powerful and destructive. And it can be life-changing. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. I have been thinking about the story of Jericho lately. And that story is in the Bible. It's the Battle of Jericho. It's found in Joshua chapter 6. And if you're not familiar with the story, basically Jericho was a city and they had these big walls, their gates were heavy, like nobody was coming in and out. They were afraid of the Israelites, which the Israelites didn't know that till they sent their spies in and found out like, you know, this city looks, you know, big and has all, you know, everything going for it. But in reality, they're afraid of us because they heard about what our God can do, the power of our God. And so God told them to walk around the city quietly, kind of reminds you of like a protest, a peaceful protest, quietly around the city six times. Um, So each day, once each day, one time a day, quietly with the Ark of the Covenant, which the Ark of the Covenant was very powerful, like nobody could even touch it. You put your hands on it and you would die. Um, It was very, very powerful. And on the seventh day, he told them to walk around it seven times, six times quietly. But on the seventh time, the last time, they were to shout. They were to um, blow their horns and to shout, declaring and praising God that he had delivered the city to them. And sure enough, he did. (laughs) And you know what I think about when they were walking around in, in silence? I don't think they were just walking and just looking at each other I believe that they were praying in their heart that they were praying to God they were asking God you know you see what we need you see our needs you said that this is for us help us (laughs) and I believe that those prayers and every step every word spoken in their heart was chipping away at that wall was chipping away at the foundation of that city that ultimately broke it down What some people may miss about that story is, like I said, they sent spies into that city. They discovered the people were afraid of them and their God. And it's the same same thing today. People may look like they are all big and bad and have more power and have more status than, than you do. But I'm telling you, none of that matters. None of that matters. Because if the spirit within them that is leading them and guiding them is not of God... I tell you what, that spirit is afraid of God and it respects God. (laughs) And if that spirit knows that you have the power of God, the spirit of God working and living within you, that you are a child of God, that you have a true relationship with God, that you are seeking God, that you are serving God, that you are being obedient to what God is telling you to do and how to live and how to do things. When they come across you and they see you, oh, they're going to do whatever they can to try to make you feel discouraged and make you feel little and less than and make you feel powerless 
because they know the power of God within you. And if they could break you down, then they feel like they have won. But I tell you what, if you are carrying, like in a spiritual sense, the Ark of the Covenant, <laughs> the Holy Spirit, you are have have you have God's word in your heart and you are declaring and you are doing what God is telling you to do. Nothing that they can do to you can ultimately take your life or or bring you down or pull you down. They may try and they may win, but in the spiritual, they will never win. They will never win. In the Bible, it says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And that is true. And I believe like the gospel song says, what God has for me is for me. And that is so true. If there is something for you, God has it for you. If there is something that he wants you to do, there is nobody that can stop you from doing it. Until he calls you home and until he says, okay, your work here is done. There's nothing that they can do to you. There's nothing that they can do to you. In my 31-day guided journal called Her Bold Faith, I launched it back in April. There is daily affirmations based on scripture or inspired by scripture. There are prompts for you to write down your gratitude, your daily gratitude, things that you're grateful for. There is a prompt for you to write your life lessons. What is inspiring you? What is inspiring you? What is, um, how are you changing the narrative in your mind of what's negative? How are you flipping it and turning it into positive? Um, what is it that you're doing? And so in that, I also have a part about prayer. And it breaks it down into pause, reflect, assess, and yield. Pause, meaning just take a moment, be still. <laughs> Give God some time. Like, okay, I'm serious about this. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna pray right now. I'm going to go to God. I'm going to talk to him about what's going on in my heart. Reflect, reflecting on what you feel in your body. Am I sad? Am I upset? Am I frustrated? Am I tense? Do I feel good? Assessing what is real? What is, what is not? Um, am I believing lies? Am I believing truth about me and yield, yielding your issues, yielding your problems, yielding your struggles, giving it back to God for him to handle. And so God gave that to me during one of my quiet times, and I actually have scripture to back up each one of them. So I'm going to share that with you right now. Pause. Psalms 37, 7 in the NLT version says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Reflect. Psalm 30, Psalm 42, 5, NLT. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Assess, Philippians 4, 8, NIV version. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Yield. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, NLT version. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. 
Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Y'all, we need to keep working on our mindset. (laughs) We need to keep working on our mindset, reading the scriptures, going to the Bible app, go to that search bar, type in a subject of what you're feeling and the scriptures will come up and it will show you what God has to say about it, how he wants you to believe and feel about it. Pray these scriptures over yourselves. Declare what you want to see, what God says in his word that you can have, not just about prosperity and material things, but his peace, his way of understanding, being able to see what we can't see in the physical. These are the things that will help manifest change, not just in our hearts and the hearts of those who are against us, but in the world at large. Deuteronomy 31.6 in the NLT version says, So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And Deuteronomy 31.8 says, Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. The world may try to define you, but don't let them. Trust in who God defines you, who God says you are and can be. Deuteronomy 28.13 NIV version says, The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord, your God, that I give you this day and carefully follow them, You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. I got to read that again. Deuteronomy 28, 13, NIV version. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord, your God, that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. What did I say before? It don't matter what anybody says or what they try to do you know, to hold you back or push you back. They say, um, yeah, nah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) If you are paying attention to the commands of the Lord, your God, that he gave you and carefully follow them, he will, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. You may look like you're at the bottom. You may look like you're at the back of the line, but you're not. He'll flip that line around <laughs> and before you know it, here you are. Ta-da! <laughs> and they're like, how did, how did that happen? How did she get where she is now? Like, I thought, you thought, you thought wrong. You thought wrong. Yes, life is hard and it will not always go easy. But the strength and peace you can receive from God is so rich that you'll be able to withstand anything that comes up against you and still stand on top, even when it looks like to others that you aren't fall but get back up you'll keep getting back up and you won't even look like what you've been through people who do not know you your ins and your outs what you've been through they'll have a hard time believing that you struggle they'll doubt you (laughs) but you know the truth i want you to stand on the truth you don't have to prove anything to anyone prove your commitment to god be concerned about your your dedication to god and following his lead 
He is very, very strategic in how he does things. Nothing is left to chance. I'm telling you, trust God. Do not be afraid. Lift your head high as a child of God. Remember who you are and who you belong to. You can still flourish and thrive in the midst of heartache and tragedy and destruction. I'm a living witness. 2020 seems like, man, it's rough. But over here, I would knock on wood. I don't have any real wood in front of me. Oh, found some. Um, I'm still doing well. I'm still doing well. And I believe it's because I made up my mind to trust God. Um, I've had some difficult times. I've had some issues with depression and anxiety. I've, I've slipped and forgot who I was and allowed the enemy and the devil, you know, allowed myself to be swept away by what's going on in the world and to think that I'm less than or that I am could get sick and you know I'm human but what is so good is that I've been able to say hey wait a minute God has shown me he's brought things to my to me in front of me to see and to remind me like hey mm -mm, don't don't fall for that trap don't fall for that trap I said that you were amazing. I said that you were going to be successful. I said that you were going to be protected. I said these things about you. Believe what I said. Believe what I said. Be encouraged. Start a new relationship with God. If you are teetering or even if you feel like, oh, I got a good relationship with God, just repent. (laughs) Just repent and say, Lord, let me start fresh. If there's anything that I missed and if I missed anything that I've been seeing wrong, that I thought that I had it all together, but I really don't, ask God to start new. Let's start fresh. Start a new relationship, a relationship. That means that you're having conversations, you're praying, you're reading the Bible, you're reading his letters, his love letters to you. You are trusting in him. You're putting your confidence in him have a relationship the same way that you would nurture and foster a relationship a relationship with someone that's how you need to do that with God learn who God is not just by what I am saying to you today or what you've grown up hearing or what you've seen a pastor or preacher have said on tv or whatever learn who God is for yourself I hear black people who are anti-God that Christianity is a white man's religion used to keep slaves in bondage and hey that may have happened but put Christianity aside and think about God God is not a white man's religion he's not just for white people he's not just for black people he's not just for Asians he's not just for Indians Native Americans Pacific Islanders Caribbean what else you got (laughs) he he is not like that. He is a God for all people. And God is not a religion. He is a creator. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything in it, including you and me. The Bible holds his words and accounts of the lives of people who he worked in and through for the betterment of the human race and to give him glory, to bring us back to him, the essence of who he is. People in the past and present have used God. They've used him. They've used him. They've used the Bible and their gifts in an abusive manner to manipulate people. 
to do what they want for their gain, to make them look better, to get them, you know, things that they wanted, to hold people back. But God does not. That's not God. That's not who he is. He's not a manipulator. He's not abusive. That's not who God is. When you say, oh, but I thought God was, but they're acting like this, so that must be No, 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 no. That is not God. Anything negative, that is not God. That is not God at all. Don't let that negate who God truly is. Don't let the actions of other people negate who God truly is. Don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. Learn who God is for yourself. Learn who he is. Learn who he is. Learn who he is and ask him to show him in his, in the Bible. It says, you seek him. He who seeks God, they will find him. Seek God and you will find him. He will show himself to you. He will show himself to you. So read the Bible and ask God and the Holy Spirit to show you how to read, how to receive and how to respond in life the way he wants you to. When it comes to racial injustice and the spiritual world, I would recommend you check out my blog post, My Nightmare, Someone's Reality. I wrote it back in 2016. And what God showed me in a dream, which I literally call a nightmare. It was a very scary experience. Um, I want you to go and read that. And I will have that in my blog post for this episode. I will have the link to it so you can go back and read it. Um, it was me getting attacked. Um... And it's a nightmare, like I said, like the title, My Nightmare is Someone's Reality. What happened to me in that nightmare has happened to someone in real life. And um, I just really encourage you to go and read that. But I want you to, um, I want to encourage you to trust God. Do what you can. Follow what is authentic to you. And be obedient to whatever God has placed on your heart and in your mind to do. The battles are many and some are longer than others. (laughs) Um, Some are longer than others. But the war of all wars for our soul. That has already been won by God. (laughs) Has already been won by God. So whatever people try to do to us on earth. um, At the end of the day God has already won. He's already won. He is victorious. And I'm on his side. <laughs> so whoever's on God's side, side is one. So I already called myself. I already got the victory over all this mess. I got the victory over it all. Come what may, I have the victory. And I'm wondering, I want you to think about it. Whose side are you on? Are you on the side of the enemy? Um, you know, just being swept away by, you know, defeat and feeling like you're less than that. You're no good and you're nothing. And believing that, you know, if you're a black person that the world is saying, oh, you're trash or whatever, whatever the world tries to say. Let me tell you something for the few hundred thousand people or more who don't like black people who um, don't understand, you know, the pushback or, you know, racist or whatever. There are millions more who love you. And who care about you and who will champion for you. And most importantly, there's God who loves you and cares. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. No one is superior than anyone else. Um, We are all equal. We are all equal in the eyes of God. 
but he loves us. We are equally powerful. Um, I want you to remember that we are equally powerful and equally amazing and great. And those who love and trust God and who are following his will and following his way, we will be okay. We will be okay. And even if death does come to us, um, even if attacks do come to us, even if injustice does come to us, God is still for us and we are still powerful. They may try to shut you down. They may try to quiet you. They may try to make you feel less than. But that can't take away the fact that you are powerful, that you are mighty, and that you have, um, that your life matters, and that you are worthy of amazing and great things, and that um, God can still do amazing and great things in you and through you, despite what challenges and what obstacles may come your way. So I just pray for your safety, for your spiritual awakening. That you won't just be woke to what's going on in our nation and world, but that you are woke and gain the confidence to take action spiritually too. People say silence is a sign of agreeing with the oppressors, agreeing with the oppressors mentality. I believe silence in prayer is a sign of agreeing with the oppressors spirit, that you are powerless and I refuse to be silent. I'm a child of God and honey, I'm ready to fight. I am ready to fight and I've been fighting. So I hope that you hear my heart, that you hear, you heard God's words through what I was saying, um, that you heard me, but you were able to hear um, what God wanted you to hear for you, how it applies to you and others and um we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Um, it doesn't look like that, but we will be okay. There's progress being made. Um, people are surviving the coronavirus. People are being healed. People, um, there probably should be a lot more people who have died. And I'm my condolences to those of you who have lost, who have lost loved ones to this virus. Um, my condolences to you. I'm so sorry. And um, like I said, you know, even if death does come to you um, and with, you know, the racial injustice, even if injustice does come to you, um, that doesn't negate the fact that you are still powerful, that you are still an amazing person, um, deserving of God's love and um, that you can still do powerful things. Um like one of our friends, their son passed away um, a few years ago and their motto for him is um, gone but still speaking. And <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so true. You may be gone from this earth, but your legacy um, will remain. What is your legacy going to be? Think about that. What are you going to leave this earth, um, leave for this earth? Is it going to be like of destruction and just dismay and and that you just gave up on yourself and life or is it going to be like you were strong in your faith and that you fought for what was right and that you um had the faith and the belief that God could do mighty things and that you encouraged and inspired people that's what I want if death was to come to me 
today or tomorrow um i want my words um my posts my videos um conversations that i've had with people i want that to ring on to encourage them to keep going and to keep pushing and to keep seeking um the life that god wants for them so think about that what's your legacy think about your legacy think about you know doing what god wants you to do all right so i'm gonna stop (laughs) um before i you know start rambling and say things out of um the spirit of what this is supposed to be but um i just again just encourage you and keep your head up remember who you are and who you belong to and that um what we see on earth is nothing compared to what's going on in the spiritual realm. Take it spiritual. Pray. Do what you got to do. Um, be safe. Take care of yourself. Follow the precautions. You know, the rules, regulations. Um, proceed with caution, but don't proceed in worry and fear. That was like one of the biggest things God showed me and kept ringing in my head over and over and over in the beginning of all of this mess. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid do not be afraid be cautious um you know be on the lookout but not in a panicked way just be aware of your surroundings be aware of what's going on be aware of you know washing your hands and doing what you got to do to protect yourself but don't be afraid don't let fear overtake you because fear has the power to hold you captive to keep you as a slave in your mindset. You may not be a slave physically, but in your mindset, fear will hold you captive. Don't let fear do that. You rule fear. Let faith be greater than your fears. Have a good one. Hey everyone, I actually have one more thing to share with you. Definitely please go to www.sincerelymrsmommy.com and look for today's blog post that goes with this episode titled Podcast Episode 28, The Supernatural Power We Have Against Racism, Injustice, and Disease. On there, I have lists of links to online resources like Black Mamas Matter, um, Black Lives Matter, um, the Action Pact, and the Be the Bridge. That you definitely want to check those out. I also have a list of blog posts from other places that have lists of children's books that are written by African American authors and that have Black characters in there for your children. If you want to, you know increase your um, library at home with you know books that represent children of color so that it's easier to identify um, the differences and celebrate those differences and what have us what makes us all the same as well and I also have a couple of articles on there that I linked about how to talk to your child about race so definitely go to www.sincerelymrsmommy.com and again the title is podcast Episode 28, The Supernatural Power We Have Against Racism, Injustice, and Disease. Please share this with your friends, with your family, who you may feel this will be helpful for, especially if they're looking for some resources. I would really, really appreciate it. And don't forget to screenshot this and share this on social media and link it so that other people can get in the know. Thank you guys again so much. Be blessed. 
Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning into that episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you think that this could be helpful to someone else, please share it on social media so we can get the word out. You can tag us on Instagram and Facebook at Sincerely Mrs. Mommy. If you would like to learn more about the guest or the topic of today, you can visit us on www.sincerelymrsmommy.com and look for the episode title in our search bar. Also, if you are listening to this on Apple iTunes, you can do us a great favor and leave a review and a rating so that other people will know that this is a great podcast and that they should check it out. And last but not least, if you have any questions or want to connect with me personally, or even if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes or even blog posts, please email me at SincerelyMrsMommy at gmail.com. That's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you have a great one. Until next time, be blessed.